Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. I've got another great episode, as I always do, right? Aren't aren't these episodes awesome? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. They are. (laughs) Thank you, Bonnie. I appreciate that. My next guest is none other than Bonnie Adams, and I want to just kind of tee her up by telling a quick story. Bonnie Adams is the founder of Swim Oz, and Bonnie reached out to me out of the blue, and that's the serendipity of social media last year. And she, she didn't challenge me, but she kind of did. She didn't, re- she don't, I don't think she realizes this, but she, she didn't know this about me or maybe she did, but I am, well, no, she didn't know this because she's shaking her head. No, <laughs> um, I am, for those of you that don't know, I went to college on a swimming scholarship. Yes, I know it. it there are a lot of African-Americans that swim. Actually, a lot of them. I went, uh, went to, to school with quite a few and, and actually I went to one of as a historically black college that Howard University is, it was the only at that time 
historically black college that still had a swimming team. And we swam division one and I got to cut my teeth swimming against the University of Maryland and Georgetown and Pitt and so many other programs and uh, just had a great time. And I still stay in touch with all of my swim colleagues from Howard. Actually, one guy is a coach of he is not the national team coach for the for Trinidad and Tobago, but he is coaching an individual that's one of the fastest 50 butterfly swimmers in the world. It's got like the top three time in the world. And he swam in the, um, they just recently had the world event. The world games. World games, right. Yeah. And so he swam at that. And so my friend and I keep in touch with him who we swam together at Howard. He's, you know, doing his thing on, you know, in the swim arena. And so it's it's just kind of great. I've, I've, I've never lost touch with my swim contacts. And it's one of those, as I was talking with Bonnie earlier, it's, it's swimming is one of those things that you can do all your life. Mm-hmm. It's a great exercise. Maybe you don't have to do it for time. It's fine. Just to get yeah. in and move the body and get, and my mom goes to a, a warm water pool three days a week just to move her body around and do her thing. But I encourage everybody to get in and swim. And especially if you don't know how to swim, get some lessons and learn how to swim because it's, it is a lifelong ability that you can take with you to your grave. So take that for what it's worth. I hope that tees up this conversation today because we're going to talk about swimming. We're going to talk about swim oz. We're going to talk about an outrageous one mile open water swimming event that happens at Beaver Lake that I did last year. And I jumped in the water and I hadn't been in a pool in a long time. (laughs) And I told Bonnie this and I was like, listen, I don't want to embarrass myself, but I got out there with a whole bunch of folks and we had an amazing time the last Sunday in September of 2021. And so I think that you guys are going to like this episode. If you are big into swimming, you need to listen intently. If you know someone that's big into swimming, you need to listen to this episode intently or share it with them. And if you're just thinking about coming to Northwest Arkansas, this is how we roll here. So Without further ado, Bonnie Adams, Swim Oz, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. I love it. <laughs> that was <laughs> a good, good tee up. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited to have you here. And you know, I, I would love for you just to kind of, we always do this with all of our guests, just to share your superhero origin story and tell us a little bit about who Bonnie Adams is. And then you can go right into, we'll, we'll, we'll start talking about Swim Oz. I love it. So I, I love that you call it a superhero origin story. Um, my family is very into the Marvel comics. So we we love anything superhero related. So I have not ever fancied myself as a superhero. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I've taught a whole lot of people how to swim. So I will take that as the compliment that it is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so I actually learned to swim when I, I really don't remember not knowing how. When I was eight, we moved to Northwest Arkansas from from Oklahoma. And, you know, summertime thing to do is to do swimming lessons. And I remember my parents enrolled me into uh, Red Cross classes. And most of you aren't going to believe this, but I failed my Red Cross class. <laughs> I couldn't do the breaststroke right. Oh, my goodness. And I don't take kindly to being told that you can't get something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And so I decided that I wanted to be like my dad, who was a swimmer. He swam at OU when they still wow. had a swim team okay. back in the day. And I said, Daddy, I, I want to do better. How do I keep going? How do I learn this correctly? Those types of things. Did a couple more swim lessons at the Walton Life Fitness Center and was able to join the swim team. And kind of the rest was history after that. 
swam for for many years and went on to swim at uh, high school with Bentonville High School swim team. And we were the school's first state championship team back in the early 90s and then went on to swim at the University of Arkansas on a swimming scholarship. Met my wonderful husband there who was also there swimming on a scholarship and started teaching and coaching when I was just 15 and have pretty much been doing that ever Ever since. since. Yeah. Wow. That's (laughs) That's the very short version. That's the short cliff note version of (laughs) your superhero origin story. So, well, now that's exciting. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's hard to describe. There's something about swimming that, you know, I remember, I literally remember my introduction into swimming competitively. I decided I didn't want to play football anymore. I'm a big dude. I'm 6'2", for those who've never met me in person. So I'm not a small guy. And, you know, I used to like going across the middle until I got hit one too many times and I gave that up. And I was like, you know what? I got to find out, find something else. And a friend of mine invited me to try out for the swim team. And I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm I'm an athlete. I can try other things. I could swim really well, but and I was told, oh, you swim like a fish. But then I got in and I swam 25 yards and I was like, holy crap, this is a whole different ball game. <laughs> and here's the thing, folks. The reason why I'm sharing this is because not it, it from one season to the next, I got in, I endured that first year of swimming on a swim team, right? So a season, it wasn't just a couple of months and I got the bug and I joined a local team you know, a competitive team and did just started swimming over and over and over again, swimming in meets. I got introduced to things and I, I got into swimming at an older age. Like I got my, one of my sons involved in swimming at like nine or 10, like competitive swimming. I was like 15 and it was a whole different ball game for me. And so I was a little bit more mature. I was able to deal with it, but it was a lot of fun. And it just opened up doors that I never thought I could open. And it was really cool. And, you know, I mean, for me, it was interesting. I grew up in New Jersey. I was like the only black guy on the team. But I mean, that wasn't an issue. I mean, everybody really, I, I built a lot of friendships, some that I still have to this day. And shout out to my man, Andy O'Grady, who passed away in uh, Tower 2 of the World Trade Center. But I'll never forget how he made me feel when um, I joined the Paramus Red Wave. Now it's, it's now called New Jersey Wave. But at that time, it was called Paramus Red Wave. And that was the team that I was on. And Andy went on to have a storied career at UCLA. And I think he went to the Olympic trials in 88. So that was one year after we graduated from high school. I mean, just just ridiculously fast swimmers. And so I got in, I got introduced to that environment. And, awesome. and it was just for me, I was like, wow, this is really great. I never thought I was going to go to the Olympics, but I was like, man, this is a lot of fun. And so it just opened up a lot of doors for me. And I was able to excel very quickly to the point where within two years, a coach from Howard was calling me up, asked me if I was interested in having a swim scholarship to come down there and swim for, for Howard's team. And so, That's you awesome. know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great experience. And I say that to share with any parent that's listening that may be thinking about getting their kids involved with swimming. It's definitely a commitment. Do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, 5 a.m. wake up calls for swimming class. I mean, for, for swim team meetings and, and workouts and doing, you know, 15, 20,000 yards a day. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. When I even look look at how my son, his swimming has been, it hasn't changed much. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, I say all that. And it's just a long-winded way of me is saying swimming is a great sport. And it really fundamentally, once you learn the foundational mechanics of swimming, you will look at getting in the water differently. Absolutely. Am I right? Absolutely. And you touched on a couple of things there. Experience 
the doors to use your your phrase that swimming opens. It really is a whole new world under the water. Sure, sure. <laughs> and it's kind of a game changer once you can kind of get past that point of, oh gosh, this is hard. Or <laughs> I, I'm a little intimidated by the fact I need to put a swimsuit on right, or whatever right. that barrier is in your mind, but it's just your mind's barrier. And reaching out to somebody to have a few lessons with, that will truly be a game changer. There's some good information online and YouTube, yeah. I'm sure, and, and that sort of thing. But there's something to be said to have that hand quite literally on your back and giving you that physical support that really makes it a lot, a lot easier to, to get past those first few steps of, of learning to swim as an adult. But yeah. yeah. And the cool thing about it too, is that you, you really get to see like the thing about the water is the great equalizer, Mm. meaning that, you know, I don't care how young you are. If you learn the fundamentals of swimming and you can do it at a high level, you can excel just as easily as older kids do. And I remember, I'll never forget this. I went to Baltimore for a swim meet and uh, we were down and we were swimming against the team that Michael Phelps was part of, but he at this, I much older than Michael. So he wasn't on the (laughs) team then, but there was a young girl named Jody Nafta that was on that team. And she was an insanely fast breaststroker. And I'll never forget looking at that pool and she was swimming against 14 and 15 year old girls and she was 10 smoking them in breaststroke. And I was just like, wow. Impressive. And her technique was insane. I know she went to the Olympic trials and did some other stuff, but she was like the the biggest thing to come out of. I can't remember the name. I think it's a North Baltimore Aquatics Club or something like that. That's, a, that's the team that Michael Phelps started on because he's from Baltimore yeah. originally. But yeah, I remember swimming against that team in the 80s. And it was just like, man, this little girl was so Powerhouse. impressive, you know, and just to see her. And I was like, wow, okay. And we had a couple of kids like that on our team that were just so fast and they were, they could even hang with the older kids and, you know, that's the kind of thing, but it just, I don't know, it, it's, it's hard to describe it, but there's just something that comes out of having that type of experience. And so, you know, I, I just encourage folks if they can get it, get involved with it as early as possible, but let's talk about the reason why we're here today. And, and that is because you, you know, you've taken your swimming experience and decided, you know what? Let's do a swimming event that we can reach to the widest audience possible and get a lot of people involved. And at what point did you decide that the pool wasn't enough for you, that you had to get involved with open water swimming? (laughs) I do a lot of personal lessons, uh, private swim lessons. And as my business grew, the joys of swimming grew and was becoming more and more the kind of go-to for local triathletes. Mm -hmm. And typically your triathlete is either a former runner or an excellent cyclist. They're not typically going to be a great swimmer. And so a lot of those triathletes were coming to see me for some efficiency tips and you touched on it, technical parts of swimming. And that's just it. It is so technically oriented. And if you don't know the right technique, well, you're (laughs) on the struggle bus for sure. Totally. So my personal clientele was really growing in that field Mm -hmm. and started to kind of look around and notice that there's, we have great, beautiful, wonderful bodies of water all over the place, bunches of lakes, rivers, that sort of thing right here in the heart of the Ozarks. And I was like, but there's not a, an open group that I can send my triathletes to, to go work on this open water stuff. And so in the fall of 2019, sat down with a friend of mine who was a Ironman athlete and said, you know what? 
tell me some more about this open water stuff and what can I do for my clients that can give them the opportunity to to really excel and, and not just theorize it in the pool. Right. And he was like, you should do some open water swims. So we put together a wetsuit Wednesdays is what we were going to call it. <laughs> it was going to be in April and May of 2020. And as you know, nothing went according to plan in right. 2020. Pools were closed all over the place. And so needless to say, April and May went really well, but pools were still closed for June and on and on. And so we went ahead and decided to continue it through the end of September. And post-summer, and realized that every single week I had somebody new. And it was like, okay, this is kind of cool. <laughs> and I was loving it. Yeah. We have kayaks and paddle boards and that sort of thing. So I would bring a friend or a family member and say, hey, come come help us give support to these guys. So you know the boaters on the water can see them a little bit better and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And after that first season was being, okay, let's let's sit down and really put some some thought behind it and see what this looks like. Is there really a need? Am I just, you know, exaggerating? Right. And came up with the fact that no, this is this is a real deal. And I had fun doing it. The swimmers had fun doing it, which is if you're having fun doing it, then it's not work. Right. And sat down in December and decided to start Swim Oz. Okay. So that's the Swim Oz story. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And it's so funny because for the uninitiated, if you're listening to this and you're not from the area, we have Bike Oz. We have the Women of Oz. We have mm -hmm. a lot of things related to Oz. And it's yes. not because Dorothy lives here. No. It's just the simple, you know, it's just... Well, we're in the heart of the Ozarks. Right, and exactly. so it's, yeah, so, the land of Oz yeah. is, is what I like to call it. Right. And it is a truly magical place, though. <laughs> it is. It definitely is. And, and you know, it's just, it's nice that I think when I think of Oz, when I think of that, I think of, you know, you're right, it is a magical place. I think of just the beauty of the nature mm -hmm. that surrounds us that sometimes we take for granted Absolutely. or we don't really think about because we're in the throes of what we do on a regular basis. But when you get out there, and I'll never forget when I jumped into that water for that first swim with that inaugural swim with you guys, I was just like, wow. This is great. And honestly, that was my first time in Beaver Lake. So needless to say, it was high time. yeah, it was, it, you know, people have invited me out on their boats and I just haven't been able to reconcile it with my schedule for one reason or another. My first indoctrination into Beaver Lake was jumping in the water in your event I'm and so just, glad. just getting out there and swimming a mile. And, and it was great. I was pleasantly surprised. The water was bathwater warm at the time. 79. Yeah. It was I mean, lovely. The, the weather was- And the clarity was yeah, incredible. It was. It was. Because I, I was impressed with how far I could see underwater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah You've totally. got about 15 feet of visibility there. Yeah, easily. It's right at the dam. So that, that really helps the funny side story on, on the visibility and the clarity. So we're setting up the buoys and we have to wait the buoys. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, we have a thousand feet of rope. We've got tons of rope, but sure. they're in- I think hundred foot sections. Okay, and we figured it'd be we'd need two sections of rope. Yeah, we had to use four sections of rope. It was really? over three hundred and fifty feet at wow. its depth. <laughs> really? Yeah. So that water's pretty deep. It's over there. real deep. Wow, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> well, I stayed at the top. So that's all that matters. That, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, know what's so, so funny? That's something that I say to my new swimmers all the time. It's where are you swimming? Because they're like, oh, I don't want to go into the deep deep side of the pool it's for like, you know eight feet or nine yeah, feet. And I'm yeah. like. Where have we been swimming? Are we swimming at the bottom or are we yeah, swimming at the top? The top yeah. Like it is two feet, 200 feet, 2000 feet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, I remember the first time that I went to Hawaii 
And my cousin, I have two cousins that grew up in Hawaii. And so they, they grew up on the North shore, Waimea Bay. And and my cousin took me out there and was taking me, you know, it was like, come on, man, I'm going to show you how to swim across Waimea Bay. And I was like, all right, well, let's do it. And he was like, you know how deep this water is? And I was like, no, what, like 50, 60 feet? He was like, no. <laughs> Try again. This water is like 800 feet deep. Oh it's like gosh. like the shelf the shelf just drops off right there on that side of the island. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" But I mean, I was on top of the water yeah. the whole time, so it I, didn't I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it. Afterwards, I was kind of freaked out about it because you know when you think about the depth of water. But you know, I've been on boats where we've been out in the water and we just jumped in the water, and it was like uh, you know you. You don't think about that. The biggest thing I'm doing is work, watching out for sharks, right? Because that's that's the thing. But I don't have to worry about a shark. You don't in, have to in, worry in, about in, that in, here in Beaver Lake. Lake. So, yeah, that's, that is not that is not a problem. So no. But um, okay, so you got Swim Oz started, and and it's you know really you just met a need that existed out there, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of triathletes, it's probably one of the weakest things that I've ever run. Because I've always said Absolutely. if I ever did a triathlon, I was going to kill it swim. in the water. <laughs> I was going to crush the swim. And I think I could do pretty well in the cycling part. It was the running thing that was going to be a challenge for me, right? Because everybody's yeah, different. That dry but, land stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but most people, it's the reverse. It's the, it's, it's the water part that's the biggest challenge mm-hmm, for them. Mm-hmm. So, and so, yeah, once you start to- Physically and mentally. Yeah. The mental so. side of swimming is, it's fascinating. Yeah, it I, is. You mentioned earlier about just kind of jumping in and, and utilizing your assets and just going ahead and starting, whether it be podcasts or or that sort of thing. Well, I have a, a a very small YouTube channel. One of the things I talk about is visualization, yeah, and how powerful that your brain is, the way you talk to yourself, and and that sort of thing. But yeah, that's a tangent. Sorry, no, no, and, and it's it's actually a good one. It's so funny because I was talking to a person that I had on the podcast a, a while back, and we were talking about therapy and the importance of mm. mental health and. One of the things that she's been spending a lot of time with because she was a swimmer and she was an athlete is therapy for children in high level competitive sports, oh, right? Yeah. How they deal with it and helping parents acclimate to that. And there, you know, so there's something to be said for that whole process. Absolutely. And, and, and there is, there's a really great book called The Inner Game of Tennis hmm. that Tom Brady attributes to him being so successful. And it, it focuses the, the essentials of the book is that. Most of the athletic work that you do when you're doing when you're performing at a high level in any sport or anything like that, most of it is mental. Mm -hmm. And the sooner you figure that out, the better off you are. And part of it is like, you know, just your routines. What what are your habits that you do day in and day out? And, you know, Michael Phelps talks about, well, why, why was Michael Phelps so successful? The most celebrated swimmer ever. It was because he had a fail safe routine. He knew exactly what he was going to do when he got in the pool, how many laps he was going to swim. I mean, Michael Phelps had it down to every stroke. Oh, absolutely. Right? So you mm-hmm. think about you people at Marvel like, oh my God, it's amazing how he did that. He, he knew exactly. And we mm-hmm. used to count strokes. I mean, that was a thing. You know, oh, you know yeah. how many strokes it was going to take me to get down the pool. I hope my swimmers and, are listening yeah, to this right now because we mean, talk about that all the time. Counting strokes is huge, <laughs> and it, huge. but it's, it's something the easiest that, judge of efficiency. It really is. It really is. And, and the uh, better you get at that, and understanding your body, the better off you'll be in the water. Absolutely. But yeah, Phelps made a routine of it and he knew exactly what he was going to do from the time that he jumped in the pool for warmups before a race to when he went went in the race, how many laps he was going to swim after the race. I mean, it was all routinized. 
And the inner game of tennis talks about how you routinize the things that you do on a regular basis to create success and successful outcomes when you're performing at a high level. And this actually can be applied to anything, anything that we do. For sure. uh, it really can. But uh, the inner game of tennis is a really good book. I'll put a link to that on the show notes. So anybody listening can check that out. But yeah, that's, you know, there are several interviews and I think, I think Tom Brady mentioned it on his ESPN special, but I've, I've heard him talk about it several times, but he said that was the book that changed everything for him. Nice. And I, and I want to say he read it or it was introduced to him in high school. Oh, wow. And the rest of it, the history. rest of his history. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> I love it. seven championships wow. later. I mean, he is the goat when it comes to that. So, and <laughs> so sure. is Phelps so when it comes, when it comes to the pool. And, and so I still get chills when I think about the, um, I think it was the four, was a four by 100 when Phelps touched out the French oh. in that race in, oh, in uh, 2008. Oh, I, I mean, the there was just, in my head. yeah, yes. there's just nothing like <laughs> it. But between Athens and Beijing and London and Rio, I mean, the dude just dominated. Yeah. And it was, it's, it's, I actually go back and watch some of those races. So yeah. They're just fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. It, it, they really yeah. are. I think so. all of them are on YouTube. They are. They are. Really easy sure, to find. For sure. All right. So I'm geeking out now about, about <laughs> swimming. So, you guys listening to this, don't give me a hard time. I'm I'm in my element right now. No pun intended. So, so, but no, let's talk a little bit about now that you've gotten this program underway and, and you guys meet if I'm somewhere in Rogers once a week, right? We so do. Like at a boat dock somewhere or a boat ramp. A it's boat a ramp. very fancy address. Okay. The highway 12 boat ramp. <laughs> right. People go. ask me like, well, just send me the address. I'm like, um, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember, there isn't I asked an you that. address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can drop a pen and the pen link is on my website. Right. Uh, but yeah, so every Wednesday at 6 p.m. is splash time, as we like to call it. And we are out there April through September. So for a full six months, April is pretty chilly. Water is pretty cold and mm-hmm. things start to warm up. And by mid-May, half the folks are in wetsuits. Yeah. And it's a great time. And to this day, I am very pleased to say that we have stuck to that Every week we have one new swimmer. Good. And every week for two and a half years, we have had one new swimmer. That's awesome. Which is a really, really cool and just kind of a, and a testament to what the interest is yeah. and the desire to have an organized group that's doing that. It's, you know, it can be swimming is something that there are some safety factors, right? Sure, um, you know, sure. when I teach swimming, I have four safety things. And one of those safety things is, do you ever swim alone? And, and the kids are like, well, sure. I know how to swim now. I'm like, you know what? Michael Phelps can't even swim by himself. Right. You know, what if he bumps his head? What if, you know, there's all those what ifs. And when you're dealing with water, you've got to take that up to a higher level. And when you've got open water swimming happening, it's not so much that I'm worried about you and your swimming. It's I'm worried about all the other idiots around the lake. And I I struggle using that word, but it's true. And you know, so all of my swimmers have to wear swim buoys and it's again, not for my swimmers. It's right. so that we can see you very easily. It's so boaters can see you very easily as well. And then we do, um, we have a, we swim in a cove and we have big giant buoys out so that one, my swimmers can work on their sighting, but also, so again, boaters can see what's can going see, on. Yeah. And then we have a bunch of kayakers and stand up paddleboard folks that are out there. We had a canoe out last week and yeah. So it's fun for the whole family and it, uh, you know, it just, it's, it's a whole community. Last week we had 30, I think we had 32 swimmers and we had, I think nine, nine or 10 different boats 
that were with us on the water. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's, it's just, it's a, it's great fun and a, a really unique way to experience kind of the, the hump day and right. get through that. You're, you're through the worst part of the week. Right. <laughs> right, right. And it's all downhill from there. So, <laughs> I mean, I think that's great. And I know somebody listening to this is like, I had no idea that people got together at a boat ramp on highway 112. And so now I'm going to make my way out there and come introduce come myself join to us. So, yes. Yeah. You need to do that. So let's talk a little bit about the Swim Miles event. This is the first open water event in the state of Arkansas. Is that correct? So it's a sanctioned event. Okay. And I... Explain the difference of that Absolutely. Absolutely. So USMS, which is United States Masters Swimming, is the national kind of governing body for adult swimming. One of their slogans is, Masters Swimming is like a casino. You don't have to be good. You just have to be 18. <laughs> and I just, I love that. Yeah, I'm like, yes, that's great. And you know, that's where time standards are set, records are set, those kinds of things. And so looking back at Arkansas Masters, which is our LMSC, so mm-hmm. our area, and there weren't any open water records. Sure. And so I think way back when they might have had a sanctioned open water race or two, but there, it was before they were writing things down and, mm-hmm. and taking notes. So the historical piece of it is, is an unknown, but it's the first one in a very, very long time. Sure, and sure. so, yeah, we were really excited to kind of kick that off and, and have something locally that my swimmers could participate in and actually race right. and their time maybe mean something, Yeah, which yeah. I mean, you know, it's fun to set records. It is. It really <laughs> is. It definitely is fun to set records. And I was excited just to be able to say I was part of the first group that swam. In yeah, that, so. absolutely. Yeah, which is a lot of fun. So, so let's talk about so the race is going to be this last, the first race that you did, you just had a one start and one end. Correct. And now it's, it's going to be a little different. You it's decided that different. you're going to, you're going to set it up in stages. So do you want to explain that to the Absolutely. Listeners? Absolutely. So it's still one mile course. It's still a triangle. So where we do this at the dam site, there's a, a small peninsula. And so we're able to go this year, we're going to go off the north side of the peninsula swim north and then um, head south and then back into the peninsula. Okay. In order to grow the event and really make it all that I, I envision it to be, as well as some of my support crew, we want to be able to accommodate all different kinds of ages, all different kinds of swimming abilities, that sort of thing. And so looking at what that looks like, you know, we had a couple of families that actually came out mom, dad, and kids swam. And that I'm like, yes, that's it. That's what I want. And I, you actually paid me the biggest compliment and you probably don't even know it. But my goal when I did the race last year, when I set it, set everything up and planned it out was I want this to feel like a festival. Mm -hmm. And at the end, before you left, you came up to me and told me that this felt like a festival. And I was like, you just made my head explode. I, that's that was, <laughs> that I was like, I nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, but yeah, so we're doing, we're doing things in waves Okay. and we've got two aspects of things. We have our youth and then we have our adults basically. And we've got two team titles on the line this year. We've got a youth team title and which is our, basically our, our USA swimming yep. teams is what we're kind of sure. looking at. And then our adult teams, so our masters teams, um, triathlon teams as well. Absolutely, absolutely. They they did it right last year. Um, Actually, they they were our uh, male and female winners last year. Were were two Aquahog kids. So 
they know what they're doing out there. They and do. They my do. masters are always like, dang, I tried to catch those kids and just can't. <laughs> I'm like, I know. <laughs> Forget about it. So. Exactly. What was exactly. the fastest time? Do you remember? Oh, I want to say sub 19. That's what I thought. Uh, it was like 17 or 18. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So, okay. um, so they were, they were moving quick. Yeah. 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 Uh, and boy, they're fun to watch. Yeah. They're really fun to watch. I could so, swim a mile. I used to be able to swim a mile in, in well under 19 minutes in a, in a pool, but... Um, yeah. Without but, those walls, man, yeah, it's without, a game changer. Without the walls, it is a game changer. <laughs> so that's true. So... Um, yeah. But okay. So... So, so we're wa- doing waves. So we've got our, our, our school wave. Then we have an elite wave. You've got to be sub 26 to participate in the elite wave. Okay. And then we have our age group wave. And then we have the Oz wave and the Oz wave is really put there to encourage younger kids that are thinking, "Eh, I don't know about this. This sounds kind of fun or really anyone that's thinking they might want to do this. It's you can swim with a buoy. You can swim with fins. You can swim with a wetsuit. There's no winners or losers in this particular wave. We just want you to jump in and do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Now I'm still going to do part of the age group because I want to. I want to see. You want to be back on that podium again, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We'll see what happens. And you know, I remember talking to some people. People came from as far away as what Little Rock or even beyond. Yeah, Uh, Little Rock I think was our furthest distance. Um, And I'm like dumbfounded. Ask me how far we're away this year so far. How far? Reno, Nevada the other day. Are you day. kidding me? I am not. Yeah. Wow. So right now we're we're sitting um, a little over 60 registrants and over half of them are from more than three and a half hours away. Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've, we've got a lot from Texas, <laughs> Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas, Arizona, and now Nevada. Nice. So, well, yeah. and, I, and and that doesn't surprise me because if, if anything, it gives people a chance to kill two birds with one stone. Absolutely. Come have a great workout and enjoy Northwest Arkansas. Absolutely. The restaurants, the scenery, the outdoor activities, the trail system, crystal bridges. I mean, it just, the list, the goes, list on goes on and, and on actually and on. this particular weekend, I'm glad you mentioned it and I didn't even give it to you in a note. There is Format Festival happening that weekend, Mm -hmm. which is an art festival and music festival. And then there is also the LPGA happening that same weekend, uh, which also means that Bite is happening that weekend, which is an amazing food festival. So there is a ton to do in Northwest Arkansas for this. And the way we're setting it up this year, um, festivities actually begin on Friday night. Okay. We're doing a, a swim expo in Bentonville at the Red Barn, and we'll have some swim vendors. Um, swim Life is is coming out, and we'll have a handful of other local artisans that are setting up shop, and you can kind of come and see some of the things that are made right here in Northwest Arkansas, okay. and live music, and just a really great opportunity to kind of do a, a meet and greet with your fellow swimmers, and just kind of hear where everybody's from, and why they're here, and just chill and hang out, which is kind of nice. And then Saturday afternoon, we'll have the race course set up at two. And so you can come out and do a pre-swim on Saturday afternoon. And then Sunday morning is race day. That's (laughs) exciting. Yeah. I want to beat my time. I can't remember what it was, but I definitely want to beat my time. And uh, I'll look it up for you later. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see how I do. But uh, I I probably need to get out to Highway 112 to the boat ramp and uh, get some Absolutely. Yeah. Come join us. Yeah. No excuses now. I will definitely do that. So if anybody listening to this is like, man, this sounds great. Bonnie sounds great. How do I get involved? 
What's the best? Where do you want to send people? Two places. So the race itself is the Walmart Oz Mile and it's OzMileSwim.com. Okay. And you can look us up on social media as well, Instagram and Facebook. Shoot us a message. Give me a call. Everything's listed with links and all that kind of fun stuff there. So OzMileSwim.com. And then Swim Oz. Uh, you can look us up on um, Instagram and Facebook for SwimOz info as well. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll put all of that in the show notes so people can access it. But um, you shouldn't have any problems. Even if you do search SwimOz on Instagram, you'll find you'll find you'll us find really Bonnie's easily. Information, yeah. So that's cool. Well, Bonnie, this has been great. I certainly want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come just share with us what's going on with SwimOz. And I appreciate your passion for swimming, your passion for getting outdoors and and just, you know, maintaining a healthy lifestyle. And so you're certainly walking the walk and talking the talk. (laughs) So we really appreciate that. And we also appreciate you for bringing another dimension to how we can experience Northwest Arkansas. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I want to see some of you out there at the Oz Mile Swim. Just go to OzMileSwim.com and sign up for this event that's happening at the end of September, and it will be happening at the end of every September moving forward. So if you're listening to this next year or the year after that, you can sign up. Just go to OzMileSwim.com and um, check out what Bonnie and her team are doing at that moment in time. You will not be disappointed, and I do hope to see you out there. So if you do see me out there, maybe I'll get some uh, I Am Northwest Arkansas swim caps made up or something like that. That would be kind of cool. But you just look for me. You'll you'll see me out there. And um, please say hello and say, hey, I heard about you here. heard about this event on the podcast because that would mean the world to me. But Absolutely. Uh, we, well, we, we can do a coupon code. Oh, really? I'll give you a coupon code to put on the... There we go. Okay, Done. there we go. All <laughs> right. So there'll be a coupon code on the show notes. Look for the show notes. We will highlight it in bold that there will be a special coupon code. And then if Bonnie decides to re-up it next year, we'll update that information. So... That's all we have for now. We really appreciate you listening to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Remember, our episode comes out rain or shine every Monday, and we look forward to sharing with you all the great things that are happening in the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life here in the Ozarks. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you next week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.